Hey, and welcome back to the Odd Gaming Podcast, a podcast where two best friends talk about everything from gaming uh, and everything we kind of tangent off into. As always, my name is Stuart. Ed, as always, is joining me. Ed, how's it going today, yeah, man? Yeah. Going really good. It's been super chill weekend. It's been a great day. I haven't done much. Played some video games, yeah. watched a little TV, got out just for about an hour or so and uh, looked at some video games because, you know, that's just part of what we do. It's, it's fun it. stuff. Um, but yeah, it. Find anything cool game hunting today? Yeah, I sent you a picture. I was a, it was like a Final Fantasy game, and it was one of those drawn, hand drawn things that people draw like a sh- with a sharpie. And it was some person writing, I guess, a chocobo, a really poorly drawn chocobo. I think it was um, supposed to be. Yeah, it was supposed to be. I think uh, I'm assuming it was a chocobo. <laughs> so yeah, but nothing noteworthy. Um, just no. that was probably the most noteworthy thing was that picture, and it was a uh, not great. There's some pretty custom art, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, custom art. That's uh, yeah. worth at least. Your way around a Sharpie. Oh, yeah, they know their way around the Sharpie. So whoever <laughs> did that. Commission you. It's okay. Commission you. You're, you're talented. Exactly. Talented. Oh, man. Man, speaking oh, yeah. of art, though, I want to give a little update. Oh, yeah, yeah, speaking yeah. Art, guys, we're know. working on a on a new logo right now that's being hand-drawn by, uh, from one of our friends, Keith, from the 52 Podcast. He's doing a phenomenal job. We got a little sneak peek of it the other day. It looks incredible. So hopefully in the next few weeks, we're going to get that live uh, and up and running. And it looks awesome. It, he does an amazing job. Uh, it definitely looks better than our last one. If, if you don't know the story on that one, we tried Fiverr out and it uh, not go so well. So we'll, we'll show you a little before and after on the Instagram about how that logo looks. Yeah. But if you haven't listened to 52 podcast, um, super awesome. So shout out to them. Um, go give them a listen. I think they post on Mondays is I think when they come out with their yep. new episodes. So yeah, uh, go listen to them. It's a fun podcast. So they talk about just a bunch of random things. So yeah, excited for the new image though. It's looking really good um, from what we have seen. As he said, we'll keep you updated. So stay tuned. Absolutely. That was a, you know, interesting segue to it, but I mean, might as well, might as well uh, introduce a little bit of uh, some of the cool stuff happening over here at Odd Gaming. So man, I'm really, really excited about today's episode that we're talking about, and we'll get into it in just a little bit, but a game that I absolutely love, a series that I love, and a series I know you love, even though you're not a big Sony guy, is God of War. Oh, yeah. Such a great game series. Absolutely. I am so excited to talk about the first one. It's been, Mm -hmm. I don't even remember playing the first one, so it was almost like playing a whole new game again to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember the storyline, but I don't remember a lot of the uh, the different challenges and a lot of different moves and stuff that happened in the game. So it was definitely great to go through that game again to play it. We'll, we'll get into it more in a little bit later, but I'm really, really excited about this podcast. And Ed, I know you are too. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. I know we've been looking forward to it since we discussed what we were going to talk about. God of War, as you mentioned, it's such a great game series. You introduced me to God of War, and then I remember playing it, and I fell in love with it. So it was awesome just getting to play through the first one again, because it's been years. It's probably 2016 is when I played it for the first time, maybe, somewhere around that time frame. So to me, it was like playing a a brand new game again as well. So. Yeah, no, super excited. It's going to be it's going to be a fun one. Absolutely. Man, I, before we get into it, let's just kind of talk about the week a little bit. If you yeah. had any, you know, fun gaming things that popped up, any cool experiences that popped up, maybe started a new game on the side, just anything, even if it's not gaming, just how's the yeah. week going? Yeah, the week, it's uh, like I said, it was a pretty chill week. Um, yeah. I didn't do much, just video games towards around the house, but I did uh, get on the WhatNot app. There you uh, go. Whatever day that was. When was it? Uh, 
Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Yeah, I, uh, me and my wife, we went to go walk at the park, and um, about 20 minutes into the walk, I found myself sitting on a bench just uh, doing whatnot. So, you know, I got my uh, outdoors activity and uh, video games all at once. At least you got outside. So, I mean, yeah, it's outside. I got some sunshine. There were some ducks. Uh, oh, a turtle, yeah. uh, probably some ants, um, people walking, and then I was doing some whatnot, and I was only on whatnot because you reminded me that there was a, a fun event going on, so I jumped on, um, and yeah, and you happened to be on it too, and it Heck was yeah. a, it was a great time. I know you got some cool stuff. I don't know if you want to mention some of the stuff you got and kind of what definitely yeah. So if you don't know what whatnot is, is basically a it's an app that is live uh, auctions. So it's like a Twitch stream where you're interacting, you're having a good time. They're super fun. There's a ton of people out there that do them, but you can also auction and bid on different items that come up. Uh, so it's it's a super interactive like eBay, basically. So we get on uh, one of our favorite YouTubers here uh, at Odd, uh, Odd Gaming is The Completionist. If you're not familiar with him, phenomenal YouTube channel. His whole thing is basically just completing games to their absolute entirety, 100% everything. And he's collected so many cool things over the years and did a whatnot stream on Thursday hopped on and got some incredible things. Uh, we'll definitely post some things on Instagram as well throughout the week once those start rolling in uh, to our mailbox. Mm -hmm. But one of the ones I'm super excited for is the 10th anniversary collector's edition for Bioshock. Oh yeah, that thing. That is not one you find very often and it is gorgeous statue uh, with the lights that light up on the, uh, uh, the eyes, the actual drill of the big daddy rotates and moves, has a motor in it. Oh, it's beautiful. So I'm super excited about that one. But definitely shout out to the completionist. Shout out to Pixel Game Squad, mm. uh, who hosted that whatnot stream. It was a ton of fun. Got a oh, lot of really cool things. Uh, we're definitely probably hopping on the next two they're going to have. Uh, so it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, me and Ed were both talking the whole time during the whatnot stream. Like, hey, should I bid on this? Hey, what, what about this? Oh, that's a really cool item. I've never seen that before. Uh, yeah. But it, it's a ton of fun if you've never checked it out. Yeah, and we and we definitely know each other way too well because there was a, a shirt that I got. It was uh, it was the Thanos or not Thanos. It was the Infinity Gauntlet yep. from from the movie. And uh, Stuart came up and he's like, "Hey, you should get that." It was at this exact same moment that I was like, "I should get that." Um, so yep. definitely know what we like. Oh yeah, um, I, I um, sent the text and literally, I think as soon as it's sent, before yeah. you even received it, I saw your bid pop up. Oh and yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah. yep, that I figured. Yeah, so yeah, we've known each other way too long. Is is what it oh, comes yeah. down to. I think I know you better than my wife sometimes. So you know, yeah, no, same, same. Yeah, um, yeah it happens. It's okay. Yeah. It's the finer things in life, knowing it's what video games and yeah. pop culture things you like. Yeah. So, but anyway, so loves all about right. Oh yeah, that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, we should be receiving the stuff this week. I know my stuff, I think it'll come in on Wednesday. Um, but we'll definitely post pictures of all the, the stuff that we got. And like I said, I know the completionist is about to do another one here in the next couple weeks. So if you're on whatnot, or even if you're not, look them up. Um, and that join us on the, on the, his next event. We'll definitely more than likely be on there. Um, and just to hang out with all of us, it'll be a good time. And uh, you Absolutely. never know you might end up with something really cool because they have a bunch oh, yeah. of cool stuff. And there's a lot of cool people on there. Definitely check it out. Again, it's not sponsored or anything by nope. us. Uh, it's just something we thoroughly enjoy. Uh, we love finding cool collectibles, having a good time, chilling with people in the community. It's a lot of fun to us. So uh, oh, yeah. definitely something we enjoy. Definitely a highlight of the week for sure. Oh, yeah, I was uh, leaving work a little late 
and I was like, oh man, it's time for the stream. And I had to click it on in the background while I'm driving, going through my maps and everything else. I'm like, oh, I need a bid on that. And just started hitting buttons and, you know, made a couple of bids while driving. So it's oh, fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Can't text and drive, but bidding and driving is okay. Hey, it's it's safe. It's safe. It's, it's safe. safe. Yeah. Okay. My that's phone was up on the little like stand on my car. Oh, so yeah, I was completely taking my eyes off the road. So we're good. Yeah. Texting and driving is bad. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Bidding on the cool video game stuff and driving. Yeah, that's completely safe. Yeah, yeah, that's completely safe. That's completely no safe. Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie, like being on whatnot, I felt like I was a little kid. Kind of like oh, yeah. you know, when you go inside Toys R Us and you just get that giddiness and that excitement. That's exactly the same feeling I had just being on whatnot. I just Definitely. felt like a little kid inside this giant toy store with all these fun goodies. Um, except it was on a screen. But that that same feeling of just being a little kid, just going in a store full of toys and video games. That's the exact same feeling I had when I was on whatnot. Um, Absolutely. I had, get, yeah, I had to get my wife to drive because I was like, I'm I'm stuck. I'm. <laughs> lost and whatnot yeah, th- I'm, I'm important this is way too important yeah and also yeah. last night i got on whatnot and i was on there at like one in the morning nice nice <laughs> late at night um, man that's a ton of fun there's some really cool streams out yeah. there and uh, i've definitely been using it for the last year or so and it's a lot of fun there's some really cool people out there uh some great stuff out there to get your hands on uh, and bid on and a really cool community and a really cool uh Really cool app platform. Oh yeah. So I said, check out whatnot. It's fun. And that was uh that was a excitement. For sure. For sure. I don't know if you had anything else that you did this week, but yeah, that was my highlight for sure. Oh, for sure. That was definitely the highlight. I think the only thing happened that this week and still going on even when this podcast were released is uh if you're PC gamers or you have a Steam Deck or ROG Ally or anything like that, Steam is running their summer sale right now. Uh so anytime they run any of their big sales, I always hop on, see what games. Uh, I was able to pick up two games that I haven't previously uh, purchased. Um, they were on uh, Xbox Game Pass, but I think they've been taken off, or I don't really use Xbox Game Pass anymore. Uh, I like to own my games so they don't just take them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I ended up picking High Up, High on Life Up, okay. which is an awesome game that I've only played a little bit of, so I'm excited to dive into that one. And another one I started last night, which is really fun, came out of nowhere, came out at the beginning of the year, uh, called Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. What I don't know if you've heard of that one. Uh, I don't know what. Maybe I'll look it up right quick. But what yeah, is- so gorgeous art style is produced by Bethesda, uh, but basically it's a third-person action game, but it's all based on rhythm. So you have different fighting combos and everything you can do, but if you do certain combos within rhythm and within beat, you actually get more experience points as well as more damage. So you, there's an amazing soundtrack that goes along with it. Tons of great platforming and. Uh, 3d elements to it the visual style and art is gorgeous and beautiful again the music's great but the fact of like combining a rhythm game with a third person action game uh is incredible and it plays really really well i've played about two three hours of it so far so i'm not super far into the game but really really fun definitely a great pickup if you want something that's you know an under 30 dollar game that's going to give you a great i think 10 to 15 hours of gameplay plus a ton of replayability if you like that style of game Definitely check that one out. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at uh at pictures. Looks looks like it's a fun game. Looks cool. Yeah. It kind of yeah. I know it's not, but just by looking from looking at the pictures, just the kind of sort of the the way it's designed, it slightly reminds me of what Beautiful Joe looked like. Just a little mm-hmm. some of the aspects. Yeah, it's got that type of uh art style, just mm-hmm. newer graphics. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me a lot of the uh, the Sunset Overdrive art style. Oh yeah, yeah. Sunset. That's that's another. So it's kind of a good mix between that comic-y art style of Beautiful Joe mm-hmm. uh, and that super hyper um, like colorful 
awesome style of Sunset Overdrive. Oh yeah, Sunset Overdrive. That's a game I have beat. Um, Dude, I might need to play it again. And that was a sleeper on the Xbox for oh, sure. Oh yeah, they should they should def- they should make another. They should. Another one. That was a phenomenal game. Oh, it was so fun. Um, I remember. I, yeah, it came out. It was a launch title, right for the. If it wasn't a launch, it came out within the first year. I don't think it. No, I don't think it was a launch. I think it came out within the first year, though. I'll have to look, but yeah, no, fun game. But yeah, I'll definitely have to give a give that hi-fi a a a look into and uh, see what it's about. I think it's like at the time right now, it's like twenty four dollars USD. It's an awesome game, definitely worth the pickup. It's usually thirty. Uh, but even under 30 bucks, it is a phenomenal game. Definitely tons of replayability. Great amount of fun for the game. So definitely worth the pickup. Definitely worth playing. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll have to check that. Another game that I'm really curious. We talk, mentioned it, or we, you mentioned it earlier to me. Um, it looks really fun. Is Dave the Diver. I'm really yes. curious about that game. You're just this big dude in a diving suit. Don't really know what all the game is about, but it looks awesome. And it's got some great reviews. I know you're talking about it and kind of what it's about. And it looks like a really fun game and also just a really funny game. So I'm definitely um, excited to look more into that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely one I'm probably going to pick up this week as well uh, and hopefully be able to get to it within the month. Because I'm just looking for, I'm playing all these big games too, you know, still playing through Tears of the Kingdom, still playing through Diablo 4, uh, which are massive games. So I'm trying to find some games to kind of break it up a little bit too. Just something kind of chill and fun. Oh yeah, uh, That's why I was starting to play Hi-Fi Rush, uh, as well as like looking into Dave the Diver, because it looks like a great, awesome indie game. It basically mixes like an action element where you're diving into the sea, you're trying to get different fish and different resources for your restaurant. But then there's the restaurant sim side of the game where you're actually running a sushi restaurant and you're serving customers and dealing with complaints and different orders going out and all of that, plus a bunch of other little mini games that are built into it. So it's definitely a multifaceted and multi-tiered style game where there's a lot of cool elements to it that you kind of go through day by day. So definitely looks like a cool chill game that you can just play for an hour or so at night, kind of relax, you know, make some sushi, have a good time. So. Dang it, I was about to say that. I was about to say, and then go get some sushi after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely like get that. some sushi after. Oh, man, you can't Maybe it's not a late night game because it's going to make you hungry. Yeah. Yeah, man. I got to be careful yeah. watching, like, anything with food on it late at night because it's oh, yeah, just, it's bad. Can't I do it. Yeah, can't I, do it. No oh, food yeah. shows after, like, 10 p.m. or at midnight. You're you're going somewhere, raiding your fridge. You're going to McDonald's trying to get some grub. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it does, doesn't help that there's a McDonald's literally, like, five minutes down the road. So Dangerous. it's kind of become my uh, late-night go-to spot. I haven't got the Grimace meal yet in the Grimace shake. Um, I've seen some funny videos on that. but uh, Oh, for sure. There's yeah. some, yeah, it, it, the social media platforms have gone crazy with Grimace. and Oh, yeah. It's so weird. It's the most random, weirdest thing ever. I still it don't is. get it, but I do want to try the Grimace shake. I don't know if it's great or not, but oh, I'm just curious. The super like deep Grimace. purple kind of scares me. Yeah, I do like Grimace, though. He's a cool dude. Grimace is my boy. He's probably yeah. my favorite McDonald's character. I'd say Grimace, and then I'd say the Hamburglar goes. Uh, mm, Hamburglar does go pretty hard. Yeah, but man. Hamburglar. It's it it is cool seeing some of these old um characters come back. It's just oh, uh, yeah. brings back so many good memories of being a kid, which you know definitely was, which that was, nostalgia of it. It's great. I mean, yeah. I remember all the things that would come out. You know, in the nineties where they even had like mystery. I remember a Halloween cassette that came out. Oh, uh, yeah. Sometime in the nineties, that was like a whole McDonald's Halloween story that came with your meal. 
I uh, actually and all had that characters, comic yeah. books. I uh, I had that Halloween cassette as well. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I remember <laughs> I'd play it on on Halloween. <laughs> I'd put that bad boy in there because I liked oh, to, yeah. to scare people. Still do. Um, and yep. I would in my uh, McDonald's cassette. It had lots of creepy, scary noises. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. So awesome. I wish, hopefully I still have it. I don't know if I do or not, but I I hope I do. I don't, that I have, yeah, that's long gone. That's gotta be. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So if you do, definitely let me know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll have to look at, it's probably in my mom's storage unit as my room at the house we used to live in. She, she sold it. So she had to, you know, box everything up. So it's hopefully somewhere Somewhere. in the storage unit. Next time I'm going to go through it one day. Yeah, I'll go through it one day and see what I if I can find it. And if I do, I will let you know. And I will let all of you guys know. Definitely. And then the true test will be if it still works. But I'll have to find a cassette player. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. There, there's a lot of steps to this, but a lot of steps. Find it, that'll be the first step. Step two, find a cassette. Yeah, so many steps. It's okay. We'll see what that's happens. Right. It'll work. It'll work out. It's fine. It'll work out. Hey, if you're if you're new to odd gaming podcast, um, or odd gaming podcast, we go on these crazy tangents all the time. So just bear yeah. with us. It's all about cool nostalgia stuff that we love. Yeah. Hopefully y'all love it too. But no, it's on purpose. We love going on little tangents. So yep. it's it's completely fine. Oh yeah, it's okay. It keeps it fun, keeps it interesting, keeps yeah. it fresh. We try to keep it on the edge, you know. That's okay. Yeah, yeah we live dangerously. Exactly. But hey, you know what? Okay, We're going to do awkward tangents. Let's awkward tangent than some God of War. Okay, oh yeah, I got to get rid of Dave the Diver. I keep on staring at him. <laughs> He's just di- diving deep into your soul right now. Been on my screen for like ten minutes with his goatee. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Put that away. We yeah. gotta get a little more serious for Kratos. Oh yeah, gotta get serious. But hey, it's not as bad as last week when I was staring at Batman nipples from George Clooney. But that's a completely true, different true. story. Yeah. So that yeah, was a different bad. story. Terrible movie. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. Anyways, yeah, we'll move on from that. That's that's. <laughs> but anyways, hey, that was four. Nipples. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Dave, yeah, David Diver, Batman with nipples, and now God of War. Hey, that that's how it works here at Odd Gaming. Odd. Man, so let's definitely dive into this game because I know we've been playing it all week. So yep. basically what we've done is we both played it around the same time. Mm-hmm. Started it this week and played the game to its entirety, to completion, this week. So it's super fresh in our minds. We've played it all the way through. We both played it on the PS3 um, on the... Uh, I believe it's the ultimate edition or whatever that it has the remastered got a war one and two mm-hmm. on the disc so playing it a little bit newer but playing it on ps3 hardware so we both had the same experience but this game is incredible oh uh, yeah oh and also probably uh i'm assuming there's there's probably gonna be spoilers question mark yes yes yeah okay. there'll probably be spoilers here's the thing the game has been out for yeah. 18 years i don't feel that bad yeah, so me if you don't want spoilers, so, sorry, don't. but I mean, we want to talk about this game and we want to talk about all the really cool elements to it. Yeah. So there are going to be spoilers. Not much we can do about it, unfortunately. Yep. It's been out 18 years, but yes, yeah, yeah. so there will be spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, just uh, <laughs> I would stop listening out right now, but you should continue to listen. But if you really don't want spoilers, this is probably about the time where you might, you can, you know, just pause it. Um, but please don't pause it. Yeah. So ignore everything I just said about not listening. Just listen anyways. Yeah. yeah just listen. Yeah. I'll be it's good fine. for you. You'll learn something. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And it's, I mean, everyone knows a plot of God of War anyway. So go oh, and play yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not playing it for the story because I already know the story. I'm playing it for the amazing gameplay. So. Oh yeah. For sure. 100%. 
But talking about the gameplay, so this game came out in 2005 on the PS2, and the combat is so well done and sophisticated for a game that came out 18 years ago. Mm -hmm. I know we were talking about this the other day, but just the abilities of like the dodging and the parrying and the blocking and all the different special combos that you get and all the different magic you get and all the different strategies you have to face all these different enemies is amazing for the time. I still don't want to believe that this is a retro game in my head. I don't want to believe it, but it is. But there's just a, a part of me that's like, no, it's not that old. You're not that old. Yeah, but the, the game came out on hardware that's four generations old. Yeah, This game out on the PS2 in 05. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But the fact that this game holds up so well mm-hmm. and plays so well right now, there's a couple of issues, and we'll talk oh, about yeah. it, uh, yeah. uh, that have definitely improved in the later versions, but just on this first iteration. But I we had such a fun time playing through this game again. I mean, it oh. was a blast. I loved every second of it. Even the super frustrating, hard, difficult parts. Oh, where yeah. We definitely threw the controller down on the ground and walked away for a few yeah. hours. Because um, uh, this game will punish you. Oh, yeah. We were definitely uh, calling each other every day and texting throughout oh, yeah. the entire experiencing, just kind of um, letting each other know what we're going through and just the the frustrations of the game and just all the really awesome things about the game. It, it was a lot of fun just as a gamer. It just ignited, continued to ignite that love and passion that I have for gaming and great video games. It was so much fun. It's a very challenging game. It is hard. Um, I I know it has God mode on there. I don't know if I'll ever try it because I don't think I can do it. I'm not that good of a gamer, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, same. (laughs) Normal was was hard enough. It was challenging enough, but it's such a fun game. And just the fact that it's, what, like 18 years old, and it's still, like, and the way, just the way it plays is such an awesome thing. So, oh, man, I'm I'm very excited to, to talk about this game. Definitely. Man, it uh, it was so much fun. But let's talk about some of the things that we really enjoyed about the game. Yeah, so I know we talked about uh, the combat and how amazing that combat system is, how sophisticated it is, especially for a game that was pretty revolutionary. A lot of games have copied this style in the last 18 years. And God of War, I felt, in the first iteration of the game, knocked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. And they just got better and better as the series went on. But overall, like, what, what do you think? What was some of your favorite parts of the game? Besides the sword, I think just the, the combat system, it's really cool. Like, it, it's really smooth, but I just love how it, it is a hack and somewhat of a, it is a hack and slash game. Absolutely. I know hack and slash games, they can sometimes bore me just because it does become very repetitive on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But God of War, it doesn't do that for me. I don't get bored when I play God of War. Um, just the combat system, it is really close at attack and slash, but there is a sense of strategy to it because you can't just go around hacking and slashing. You do have to do some defensive moves. Um, if not, you're just going to get destroyed. So there is the, I really enjoyed that aspect of it of, oh, I can't just hack and slash. I actually have to block at times or roll out of the way and dodge because these enemies, the AI on it is really pretty good especially for that time it's it's very impressive so just the just how smooth it ran with like all these hordes of enemies and then being able to strategize on okay what weapons do i want to use what what moves do i want to like upgrade and level up or weapons and just getting to decide all these different things that will that help with you know fighting enemies and bosses i really enjoyed that part of it um it just Mm -hmm. added a sense of excitement um because just depending on what you did 
depended on how easy or not easy these enemies were going to be in these bosses. So I thought that was really fun, just kind of strategizing on how you want to do things and just really take this battling into your own hands. So that's one of that was one of my favorite things for sure. And just adding on to that, like the enemy diversity Mm -hmm. changes up your strategy and skill for fighting all the time. Like when the harpies come out, there's a whole different thing Uh, or the Medusa basically because they have this power. Basically, if you get stuck into their beam, then you freeze for a few seconds and get stuck in stone unless you break out. But if they hit you at the tail before you break out, you're immediately dead. So you have to do a lot of rolling and dodging and then hitting from a distance. But then you have all these other enemies, like I can't remember the exact name of them, but I called them the Anubis. And they're these like big cat things with these big canes. Yeah. And they'll flip you around. Their canes are spinning. And there's a whole different strategy for facing those than facing some of the other kind of basic enemies that are in the game. Or when you have a slew of them, you got three or four different types of enemies. There's a whole different strategy for handling the game mm-hmm. from a combat perspective. With yeah. one that that's what I liked about the combat or the uh, the upgrade system mm-hmm. for combat was once you start getting enough red orbs, you could prioritize and be like, "Hey, this is kind of my play style," and start upgrading early on in the game the things that you really like. Mm-hmm. When you upgrade stuff, you get more; it's more powerful and more effective. But yep. you also get new combos. And the combos, like, I'm not usually a big combo person in a lot of games, but I found myself using almost every single combo that was given to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, I felt like everything had something, whether it was a long-distance attack, or crowd control, or a finishing move, or just something to, you know, push enemies back, or whatever the case may be. The more I upgraded these different abilities, whether it was, like, my Blades of Chaos or some of the magic, it made a big impact in the game and how I played it. And that's what I liked is a lot of time games like that, you don't feel the progression. You're Mm -hmm. progressing, cool, you feel stronger, but the enemies are getting stronger, so you don't feel like you're really getting more powerful. Mm -hmm. I felt like in this game, the more you upgraded, the more experience you got, the more things you got, you feel a lot more powerful in this game. No, agree. And it's super cool because a bunch of these different powers you're receiving... Um, are coming from different gods so you're getting uh Poseid- you get a, a poseidon's fury so it's a uh, which is really cool one. um you get a zeus a power from zeus a power um, hades. from hades and so you're getting all these powers from these different gods to take down Ares. and it's super cool just um what they do and just like i said it's up to you if if you want to level up all the attacks are just one it's it, it, it all depends on you as as a player on what you want to do and what you enjoy as yep. far as uh, attacking and just kind of the strategy of it. So I, it's super cool, super fun. So, oh man, it, I feel that game was almost like, oh, in a sense, ahead of its time. It's such a great game. Oh man. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I loved it. And, hey, Poseidon's Fury, by the way, is such an amazing. That's probably my number one. Yeah. It, that it, was my like spamming ability that, oh, I've got a huge group of enemies. Let me kind of calm it down and crowd control it a little bit. Yeah. And I powered that one up. And that for me was besides the blades of chaos felt like the most powerful upgrade I did in the game. Yeah. Uh, it just the, the range that it did. And then the amount of damage it did when you upgraded, mm-hmm. Oh, you just felt so much more powerful. You do that on max and you've got, you know, 10 guys trying to hit you. You do that right in the middle and you just see them starting to drop like flies. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a sense of power that you get out of it that, there's a lot of games like this that I didn't feel that way. Oh yeah, and then I'd say my the other power that is was uh, from Hades. Oh, I love deep. that one. Oh yeah, that one helped a lot with crowd control, especially when you have some a couple a few really strong enemies. You can do yep. that, and then you have uh, the 
spirit like these the the souls of the dead they come up and they help you fight and the more you upgrade that the stronger the attacks on from the souls are so that one helped me a lot um yes. when it came to it was a late game one that you got but that made a huge difference especially yeah. later on in the Ares battle uh that i used that one a ton and that really got me through some of those late game elements for sure but man that combat system it is <laughs> it is great i mean we could talk about that for hours but love the combat system love the upgrading system love the powers that they give you the magic the upgrade capabilities of it all the different combos oh yeah I mean, it's absolutely perfect makes the game super fun to play and like you were saying earlier a lot of those type of brawler games can just you know you're hitting xxx square 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 mm-hmm. jump jump that's it and you just feel like you're just hitting the same thing over and over again yeah and i felt like there was so much more strategy to it and so many more capabilities in ways to tailor the play style mm-hmm. to how you want to play, but also how the uh, the enemies on the field are reacting. That's what I truly liked is it always felt fresh. It always felt different. Uh, and I never got to a point where I felt it felt monotonous. Yeah, no. Gameplay yeah. was always fresh. Yeah, no, it never, it never got still to me as well. Um, there's always something, something happening, something always keeping you on your toes. Um, you just also because you know during those fight scenes you never knew if you had to like press certain buttons during the during like a cut scene or whatever so it was yeah. interactive in that it was, so there's always something something to do with the, just to keep you on your toes yeah you're like when you're playing you feel like like kratos like you have all this power and you feel his rage and anger and you just like want to go kick butt and just destroy everything yeah. that's in your path oh yeah for sure but hey we talked about one of our favorite things of this mm-hmm. the game the combat system yeah. Speaking of rage of Kratos, let's talk about the thing we collectively did not enjoy about the game. <laughs> okay. And we know exactly what it is. I know you're laughing because yeah. you've complained about it. I called you screaming about it. He did. Uh, my controller definitely saw the ground a couple of times. We, we were more that is, for each other. Oh, it was. Yeah, it, we both had issues with it. But if you've played the game, it was the part. I believe it's going to uh, the Poseidon challenge, I believe. Yeah, I believe yes. so. Yeah, it was going to the Poseidon Challenge, and it's the first thing you do as soon as you start uh, going into that part of the uh, the game, and that's the Cerberus battle. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That gave me so much frustration, so much anger. So if you're not familiar with that part or forgot about that part if you played the game before, basically Cerberus, it's the three-headed dog, and mm. you've got one that comes out right when the battle starts, and you've also got these little tiny puppies. Yep, and the puppies are not too hard to get rid of. No. Uh, you can hit them a couple times, throw them, and then you can stomp them on the ground, which gives you some health uh, as well as some red orbs, which is nice. Mm-hmm. The problem with it is if you don't take care of them quick enough, they'll grow into the big guys. Yeah, into giants. So if you don't, which the little puppies, all they do is a little spiral ball and hit you. Yeah, and that's it. That's the only attack. So they're pretty easy to handle. But if you don't take care of them quick enough, then they go into the big guys. And if you get too many of those big guys, you've pretty much lost the bet. It's game over. If you have like at least three, four giant Cerberus trying to attack Mm -hmm. you, you're You're done. You're You're done. Um, And it just it comes down to crowd control. And it is really difficult. So hard. I hate it. So difficult. If, If they ever decided to remake the original God of War, which they really should. If they just decide to leave out Cerberus, I would be completely okay with that. I would not complain. That was probably the most difficult and frustrating part of the game by far. Oh, yeah. 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 I hated every moment of the the Cerberus. It's just you're in this little 
space there's not a lot of room to move around in already and you're just trying to crowd control and kill all these little cerberus cerberi whatever you want to call them they're little i don't know before they turn into the cerberus that we all know the three-headed dog and they just destroy you it will it is horrible i do remember you calling and um like you were just furious and angry oh yeah not get past it it took me a bit. I uh, I don't know about you, but I think I probably did that, what do you think, 25, 30 yeah, attempts? I think it took you a little bit more yeah. time than me, but it's funny because there's things that I had a lot of issues with that oh, you yeah. just like, breeze right through. So Yeah, it, it was funny to see where we got stuck, but I know for us that was a collectively our least favorite part of the game. Yeah. I'm uh, it was just so difficult to manage them. And then, so they pop out of the ground, these little puppies, and you're taking care of those. And there can be anywhere from three to six to eight of them on the field. Mm-hmm. But if you get one that grows into a big Cerberus, the three-headed, they'll also like basically puke up another puppy. Mm-hmm. So you can take care of all the ones that are coming out of the ground. But then if you didn't manage enough and you've got three or four other Cerberus full-grown, they can also send out other puppies. So now it's like trying to take them out as quick as possible. And once you get the rhythm in it, it's fine. But if you mess up that rhythm by a second, that game, it, it goes over. If, if you, I would restart that if I had four or five plus. Oh, yeah. Because there was no way I was doing it because they shoot these fireballs at you and you're trying to like, because the only, the fireballs you can, you can block, which was fine. But if you've got, you know, six Cerberus shooting fireballs at you, that's super difficult. But then their regular physical attack, you can't block. So you have to dodge it. So it's you're just running around this little circular platform trying to get rid of all these Cerberus puppies while trying to take damage to the other ones. Uh, there, <laughs> that game was that part was very frustrating. I was so happy and relieved to get past that part. Yeah, uh, and then, I don't think there was a part like it in the game after that that was as frustrating. And then and then also whenever you do get to the Cerberus part, you you still don't have everything. And not everything is maxed out because it's what like getting towards the middle ish or a little before middle of the game. So there's it's still right a lot. Of, yeah, there's still a lot of upgrading to do. So you're still not super super strong. You're you're stronger than what you were at the beginning, but not at you're still not like full no. on you know, like God mode Kratos basically. So it's very difficult. Um, I'm staring at a, one of the little Cerberus, and uh, he's Ugh. he might jump out and and get me. And uh, oh, I, hope- I I want to destroy all of them. I have nightmares about those things. I hate yeah. them. You see those things in the game again, but not nearly as yeah. hard. Uh, yeah. You can take them out pretty quick. But as soon as I saw them, that's the first thing. I don't care what other enemy was on the field. I would take those puppies out first. That is it. Like yeah, I do not want that again. I do yeah. not want the big headed Cerberus. Take those puppies out. Yeah. No. They were horrible. I think also what made it challenging too with the Cerberus is uh, with the camera. Sometimes they'd be like not in the camera. They'd be out of the camera view or your field of vision and you would have no idea. And then because you didn't see them, they would be growing. And then before and then before, you know, like I said, you have multiple full oh, yeah. Cerberus. So it, you're constantly having to move around your entire little area where you're fighting to make sure that you're killing all these little dogs before they turn giant. So that was hard is just sometimes they weren't in your field of vision. They were like off camera somewhere, just Mm -hmm. chilling, waiting to kill you. That's where I had a few of my issues is I thought I had them all wrangled up. And then there were two or three that went off camera view. Mm -hmm. And then I just see, you know, a Cerberus grow. And I was like, oh, no, where did that come from? Yep. And it was just that was a very difficult game or a difficult part of the game where you're having to manage one enemy while taking out the other. And they both have different attack styles and play styles in a small area. Mm-hmm. Very difficult. But other than that, that was 
I think collectively our most frustrating part of the game, oh, yeah. the most difficult part of the game. Other than that, all the other battles were manageable or once you got over kind of the little learning curve mm-hmm. uh, or your battle style or figuring out your style to tailor to those enemies, didn't really have too many issues after that. Oh, yeah. No, that was a hard and like, And also that kind of leads to the, the, the camera on there. It's mm-hmm. not the best, but also you got to think about the time when this came out. Yeah. So there are times where you're trying to like jump on platforms and you really have to make sure that um you're gonna you you land it if not you're just gonna fall to your death um yep it, it can be tricky with the camera it it can kind of throw you off and then you feel you're jumping to one area but you're actually not and sometimes it would take me multiple tries just to like jump across something just because the camera would get all weird on me so mm-hmm. that's one of the that's one is another literally one of the technical issues of the game not so yeah. there is that but it's not like the worst camera no especially for the time i've played games yeah. even newer that have way worse cameras yeah. oh yeah um, and it didn't really affect the combat all yeah, that much no uh it was more the platforming sections and mainly like you were saying the sections where you're having to jump on a platform mm-hmm. um, or jump onto something small i definitely fell off a few times uh trying to jump and then the camera would get kind of weird and then i'd fall and die that only happened a handful of times. There were definitely some of those other ones, like later in the game, you're doing a whole balancing section. Definitely fell off a couple of times because of some weird camera stuff, but nothing crazy. Yeah, I think uh, it's part I, of the course for an 18 year old game. Yeah, I think the worst is where the I would die the most was when you're in you're trying to escape Hades, um, mm. the underworld, and you're having to jump on all these little like platforms. There's a lot of yes. hopping. That was probably the worst of it as far as camera. Well, I said it's not that bad. It wasn't that major wow. of a deal. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's just how things were back in the day. But like, yeah. as you mentioned, there's some games today that have still have really bad camera angles that make yeah. it almost impossible to play the game. It just uh, yeah. It, from platforming, it, it was like if I was jumping away from the screen the camera was fine. Mm-hmm. But if I was jumping towards the screen, the camera was way too close and you couldn't see where you were jumping. So you're kind of guessing a little bit. And that for me is where it got difficult on the platforming sections. Oh yeah. I uh, was jumping towards versus away. Away gave you enough of a view, but it's almost like the camera zoomed in too much. Mm-hmm. So I jumped to a platform that'd be in front of me, but I couldn't see it until I jumped. Yeah. And that's where I, I definitely died a few times in a couple of different spots in the game because of that. But uh, usually, I mean, the um, the checkpoint system is pretty good. So if you do die, you usually get checkpointed pretty close to where yeah. you died. Oh, so yeah. it wasn't too big of a deal. But some some cool things with the camera that the game did, didn't realize until I was playing it because I forgot, is that it kind of has like some cinematic views at times where you can be like going up or down a staircase or walking across a bridge and it'll like yeah. zoom out really far. And it feels like you're kind of watching a movie. So you get like this little kind of cinematic experience while you're playing the game. So I thought that was really cool. I love like cinematic. Oh, I love that. When- yeah, that was, I mean, when we were talking about the camera on the phone the other day, that was the first thing we talked about. I was like, yeah, there's a little bit of weirdness with the camera, but the the cinematic aspect of the camera was phenomenal in my opinion. Oh, I yeah. thought they did an amazing job with it. Oh yeah, I, I love it. Like if I play a Red Dead Redemption, it has a the second one. It has a cinematic view when you're like riding your horse or just doing things. And I always like to turn that because it's just super cool. So um, the fact that it's on, they have a a type of cinematic thing on God of War on the original one is yeah. is awesome. It it adds to the game like it because you you're just I don't know, you could be walking across a bridge and then it zooms out. And you get to see like these amazing structures all around you. And it looks super cool. And it just adds so much to the game, um, I think. Oh, I 100% agree. That was 
for me added to the story uh and even like the cinematic aspect of it mm-hmm. if you talk about like the cinematic cutscenes, get it's an 18 year old game yep. they're not the greatest cutscenes, but they're a really good job and i like the art style the story is so well paced oh yeah where certain sections and it was kind of almost random it wasn't like major milestones mm-hmm. but it'd be oh you're halfway through a section and then another part of the story comes up yeah. another part of the story comes up and explaining the whole you know, history of Kratos with Ares and how all the storyline kind of combined. And I thought the pacing of it throughout the whole yeah. game, because you don't find out kind of the, and I, I won't say this part, I'll keep this pretty spoiler free, but kind of the main reasoning for going against Ares, you don't find that out until very late yeah, in the so, game. Yeah. And I forgot about that. All I know is um, it'll, it'll, it'll hit you in the feels. Um, this oh, game. Yeah. Just like the the new newer God of War is, they it can definitely hit you in the feels. It's such definitely. a great story. It's very deep story because I've I've played games where the story is just not great. It's not memorable, um, and then you just kind of feel like you've wasted hours or days of your life that you'll never get back playing some store some game that doesn't have a great story. And usually, if it has great combat and stuff, I'm cool. That's fine. You know, that's completely fine. Some games I do get not for the story. I get it because it's just really fun. But there's games where it just has a horrible story. Oh, yeah. Just the game wise, it's it's horrible and it's just not memorable. And I hate every moment. But like I said, God of War, the the combat, everything is awesome. The story is amazing. It's deep. And it just like it's it's a very rewarding game. It, it really is. It, it is. It was so much fun to replay through it. Again, I don't remember. I know I played it back in the day. I really don't remember much of it besides some of the main story points uh, and some of the powers and abilities you get. But just going through the game again, uh, going through all the different challenges, all the different experiences in the game, oh, it was just so much fun. Yeah, and then there's... Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, and then there's like some of the puzzles you have to do, and those puzzles... Um, they can be brutal. There's some where it's timed and you have to try to do something before you die. Like um, there's one where you have to move a block to try and reach a platform that's really high up and you have like maybe 15 seconds to do it. and they give you like just enough time where you can't mess up. It has to be flawless. If not, um, the spikes will come up and will kill yeah. you. And that took I think me that spike box was back. Yeah. That was a difficult one. That one was probably the worst. There was a couple of the timing ones. Yeah. Um, that was probably the one I had to retry the most. Like you were saying, it, it was it was not forgiving. If you missed a jump, if you didn't grab the box correctly, if you didn't kick it in the right spot and do the right scenario, they gave you literally the perfect amount of time yeah. for a perfect run. And if you messed up one little thing, it was over. Yeah. And I literally, I don't know about you, but on that one, I jumped on the platform in the box. Literally, when I jumped in the air, the spikes came up. Yeah, no, that's exactly. I had right. no time. Yeah, because when when it comes to the box, you can uh, either just like completely push it, or you can also like kick the box to get it to go further. So you have to kind of do a combination of both, and it's just figuring out the the perfect timing for both yeah. of those things. Where to place it, where yeah, to hit where it, to where to kick it in the direction. Yeah. yeah, it's oh man, it was it took me probably fifteen tries on that oh, one. Yeah. 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 I was about six to eight tries, something in there. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, once I figured out the rhythm. Yeah, I YouTubed and Googled to try to see if there was, like, <laughs> how, the best way to do it. Um, no. And, no, I, 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 I mentioned it to you, but I found one guy. He didn't even scoot, like, go to the box. He just went to the platform, and he just started, like, hitting buttons. 
until he just reached the top. He did some weird combo. He has no idea how he did it, but he was able to reach the platform and grab onto it without having to actually start the the vent. But yeah, I I tried. I couldn't do it. So I was like, well, I guess I'm doing it the hard hard way. I finally got it, but it was literally skin of my teeth. Like it was so close. There was one other two where you had to run across a platform with the buzz sauce. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was the same thing where you had to hit a button, you had to run across these platforms, and the platforms you jump on are moving left to right. And then in the middle of each of the jumps, there's buzz saws that are also moving. Mm-hmm. Again, you had to do literally perfect run. It took me, I think, three attempts, and I literally rolled into the gate as it was closing, uh, and my legs literally like hit the gate when I was rolling into the door and made it. I, I couldn't have planned it any better. I don't know how I did it. It was so close. I rolled right when it was coming up. I didn't think I was going to make it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they give you, on those timed ones, they're definitely challenging, but they give you the literal perfect amount of time. Yeah. You just cannot make a mistake. Yeah, you cannot make a mistake. But it, like I said, it, it's a lot of fun. Like, they're not, like, so hard that you just want to, like, quit and never play the game. It didn't attract anything yeah, for me. Yeah, no, it didn't. It was, it It just, it added I think yeah. to the challenge of the game, it's it's a challenging game, but it I I didn't mind. I enjoyed the puzzles and all the, the the timed things that you had to do. They were a lot of fun. They um, were so they I so said they did a very good job with this game. Um, it's crazy a game this old, but just the way it plays and everything. Um, it's there's games today that don't play that well, and so yeah, it's just a testament to how to all the the creators and all the people that helped make this game. They did such an amazing job with it. Um, yeah, it, like I said, it's one of my favorite games, one of yours. So happy you introduced me to it. I'm so excited to keep playing them. So what we're going to do here is we're actually going to end up doing two more episodes over God of War 2 as well as God of War 3. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably won't be the next week. It'll probably be in a couple weeks, maybe uh, next month. Uh, we'll do two and then the month after that we'll do three. Yeah. Uh, but we're definitely going to talk about the next two games. Uh, might possibly talk about some of the other spinoffs mm-hmm. uh, as well, like the uh, the PSP games, um, Ascension, some of the other ones maybe do like a little bulk episode on those, but we're definitely planning on playing through all the God of War games again. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the older ones before the remake in 2018 and beyond with God of War and the God of War Ragnarok. But I am mm-hmm. so excited to play two now. Uh, I again played it. I do not remember two, uh, so I'm really excited to kind of dive into it, kind of with a fresh perspective. Oh yeah. And then I have not played three, uh, which is surprising. It was just one of those weird times in between you know, high school and college where I just missed it. And I'm really excited for that game because that game looks gorgeous. And I know the gameplay is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very excited to to get to that one. I started two today. I'm not far. I'm maybe like not even an hour into it. And um, I'll definitely let you know that I've already died a, a, quite a few times. So <laughs> yeah. it's, the games aren't that generous. They're definitely punishing. I know. Um, but hey, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's super cool just how how it starts and just uh yeah it 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 dumps you into some fun action things so we'll we'll discuss that more when we get to it but yeah um it's it's gonna be it's uh, gonna be a fun game to play I've, I've played the second one i don't remember if i beat it i'm not too sure i did find uh some save data that i had on there from like 2018 i have no idea yeah. where i'm at in the game but it's it's fun just getting to start over and go through it again Absolutely. So looking forward just getting a fresh perspective on it yeah Oh yeah, yeah. They're, like I said, if you haven't played God of War, please go pick up a copy, um, and 
and play them. They're so much fun. Like I said, they're very rewarding games. Um, they're they're worth it. Definitely, absolutely. And I believe that you can even uh, if you have the PlayStation Plus subscription with the classic games. I'm pretty sure the God of War series is on there too. I'm sure. Don't quote me on it, but I think it was. Also looked it up today because I know uh, obviously Christopher Judge he does an awesome. Oh. Phenomenal um, voice, but I didn't realize that he wasn't the original voice for Kratos. That it's a different no. dude doing the voice. It, I looked it up today; it didn't hit me because I didn't know his plans. Like, man, his voice sounds yeah. different. I don't know if he's changing it up or, but yeah, it was a a, a different different voice actor. Um, with- mm, yeah, he was just the one for 2018 in Ragnarok, but he did a phenomenal job oh, uh, at matching the the voice, even from the original games of Kratos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not know that. So that was a uh, that was my little uh, fun fact that I learned today was uh, you know figuring out that he was not the original voice actor. There you go. The yeah, other the voice, you know. Kratos. Yeah, the more you know, GI Joe. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but the other guy still did an awesome awesome job with the voice of Kratos. So. Um, no complaints there, but yeah, Christopher, his voice and just how he did Kratos for the new game, amazing. Oh. Like he just it, it kept a lot of the the same feel of the old game Kratos voice, mm-hmm. but added in just kind of I guess a wiser element to it, a little bit more pain, a little bit more. I've kind of seen everything in his voice, uh, combined with how the old school Kratos voice is from the original games. In mm-hmm. uh, oh, that voice acting. I mean, he deserves an award at the Game Awards because that voice acting was absolutely oh, spot yeah. on and he's an he's a scary looking dude he is a big oh, yeah. dude like he's a big guy he's into he's definitely the kratos in real life for he sure is, he is real he is built just like kratos like he he is a living embodiment of kratos absolutely kratos yeah he nailed that guy is him yeah oh yeah he he did like like if i met him I would probably pee myself just a little. Oh, definitely. Just a little. Just a little, though. I mean, you're meeting Kratos, so. Yeah, meeting Kratos, I, I would be like, I don't know what to do. Um, Please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. But yeah. <laughs> What a good game, though. Man, it has been so much fun talking about this game. Tons of fun playing this game. Mm-hmm. I know all week we've been chatting back and forth about all the cool things we've done, all the things we found, all the, you know, maybe tricks to get through something. But it has been such a blast to play through this game. I mean, we've been playing a lot of games recently. Yeah. But this one was a lot of fun and a really good break from some of the big, massive games that we've been playing, like like Tears of the Kingdom and Diablo. And it's just been great to play this great game. It's about an under 10-hour game if you play it for the first time. Not trying that freaking five-hour achievement. Yeah, I don't know Uh, how. Well, I don't know how you can even do that it takes me five hours just to get past cerberus <laughs> oh i know <laughs> like if you're at that level i i don't have the time to dedicate to be that type of gamer but if you are hats off oh yeah hats for off. sure yeah that is incredible um yeah so uh if if you have beat it on on god mode uh man you're oh. you're amazing if you can do it under five hours in god mode then i tell us like let us know yeah. I, I definitely need to say hi because that is incredible yeah that's i don't even know how how i would do it i would probably end up just chunking my controller i would just retire from yeah. booming um yeah well. i'm done that's I, yeah oh uh, no i'm I, good i would go to i guess i don't know maybe underwater basket weaving or something i don't know but... maybe maybe that might be easier even without a scuba tank and just holding your breath yeah that'd probably be easier yeah yeah, uh, my gaming days would be over if I. Uh, yeah, did that. I'm not. So I'm not going to because I love gaming. Yeah, I love games. I love a little bit of a challenge, but I don't want something like that. Like I just, there's so many games I want to play. It doesn't have an interest to me, but I appreciate the people who can. 
It's an incredible skill. Again, hats off for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Man, it's crazy. We've it's almost been an hour, but I know it doesn't feel like it feels like we literally just started. It's been like ten minutes. Oh, I know. I knew this game was gonna fly by because I absolutely love this game. I know you love this game. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to play again two and three and talk about those games. Um, but also this kind of starts a little bit of a, a series and I think we're going to be doing later in the year. And this is very preliminary stages. So we're going to have more details coming out um, in the next few months about everything, but we are setting up a charity live stream yep. that we are going to play the first original God of War one, two and three games. Uh, so if y'all are super interested in it or have any sort of resources or anything that we can use, this is the first time we're doing this. So we're learning as we go as well. But it's something we're definitely passionate about. Uh, we'll tell you kind of the backstory and everything in a little bit. But basically, all the donations are going to go to a uh, a charity that basically takes care of stray animals mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that they find you know a good home or get rescued. Uh, we're still trying to find the best charity for that. Uh, but that's definitely some of the intent that we're doing. Everything we raise, everything we're doing would 100% go to that charity of choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, preliminary stages. We're still planning everything. We're aiming for it in a few months. Uh, but if you're listening or have any you know, insight on this or any resources or anything, we definitely appreciate it. Again, this is no benefit to us. We're just playing some amazing games, mm-hmm. just kind of chatting with y'all as well, and hopefully raising a little bit of money for some great charities. Yeah, so uh, we're, we're definitely very excited about doing this. Um, it's, we have some really cool ideas planned for it, um, and we can't, we can't wait to... Uh, to tell you more but yeah we still Definitely. got lots of lots of work to do lots of work ahead of us Definitely. um but yeah as he as as he said um if you have any uh advice any resources just anything to help us out we would greatly appreciate it because yeah we're still we're still learning how to do all this absolutely but we want to give you great quality content so um we do put a lot of work into this definitely and we want to make sure it's as good as we possibly can so again if you do let us know but as soon as we start getting some more details with dates and times and things that are going to be happening we'll post those on instagram and also update y'all on the uh the podcast every week as well so Mm -hmm. definitely appreciate y'all for listening and then hopefully everyone can show up to the live stream at at some point uh we'd absolutely appreciate it yes it's gonna be awesome but man i think that's a I think that's a podcast right there i think, I think you're i right. think we've talked about everything in god of war i can think of yep a phenomenal game i don't want to get into any more tangents because it's gonna go crazy and be a two three hour podcast about yep. this game so man it's been so much fun i can't wait to talk about god of war 2 god of war 3 in the next mm-hmm. few months i know you're excited to talk about them and play them as well so oh, yeah definitely looking forward to those i might maybe dress up as as kratos put on like the makeup and everything i don't think anyone wants oh, to yeah definitely um, and not built like Kratos. Um, I like to think I am, but I'm not. <laughs> hey, it's okay. You know, there's like body suits you can yeah, get. Yeah, let's get a body suit. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, he's just too jacked. I don't. I don't need to put in that much work. Yeah, no. Um, I'm happy with my body. You know, it's it's uh, it's nice and squishy. <laughs> hey, you know what? The the six pack is just hidden by a little bit of layer. Yeah. Right. It's just like a like a um, airbag. Yeah. You know, you got to protect the insides. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) It's okay. Thanks. Yeah, it's in there. It's just, I got to protect it. Yeah. My confidence is going up a lot. Yeah. See, that's what, that's what friends are here for. I just got to boost you up a little bit. Just got to build each other, build each other up. (laughs) That's it. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for listening today on the podcast. We enjoyed it so much. Uh, 
to everyone listening, we definitely appreciate y'all. And uh, you got anything else before we sign off, Ed? Um, nope. Just keep on listening. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll give you more info as uh, as we as we get it. So yeah. I've got nothing else. Awesome. Well, we're going to sign off. Thank you all so much for listening to the Odd Gaming Podcast. Have a good one. Game on. Game on. Peace. (laughs)